Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We start off with a disturbing development. Cybercrime investigators are checking whether the visuals of the double human sacrifice in Kerala's Elanthur had been shot and posted in the dark web in real time. In yet another worrying study, India ranks 107th on the Global Hunger Index 2022 survey places country under serious category. The Supreme Court stays the Bombay High Court's order acquitting Sai Baba and others in the Maoist links case. A total of 1237 criminal cases have been registered against the now banned Popular Front of India in Kerala. The highest number of cases is in Thrissur. On a brighter note, Indian women outclassed Sri Lanka to clinch Asia Cup for the seventh time. Let's get into the details. The investigation of the double human sacrifice case at Elanthur in Patanamthitta is far from over. Now, the police have called on cybercrime investigators to check whether the accused had shot the visuals of the chilling crime and posted it in real time in the dark web. There are reports of murder and suicide footage being posted in real time in the red rooms within the dark web. The attempt is to find out if the footage of the horrifying murders at Elanthur turned up in such dodgy online spaces. Two women, Padmam and Rosalie, were killed at Elanthur as part of the human sacrifice. Their postmortem went on for 48 hours the other day. The procedure took so long as the doctors had the strenuous task of differentiating and identifying the mutilated body parts. Padmam's body had been cut into 56 pieces and buried. As Rosalie's body had mostly decayed, only the bones were obtained. The dark web is a special layer on the internet which cannot be accessed by ordinary cyber users. It is operated using anonymous web browsers. Even the computers on which such browsers work will not be able to identify the presence of the dark web. Illicit transactions worth crores of rupees by way of drug trafficking, arms trafficking and the sale of child pornography videos are taking place on the dark web regularly. At the time of reporting, police were scouring the house and premises of the accused for more bodies. India ranked 107th out of 121 countries in the Global Hunger Index 2022 with its child wasting rate at 19.3% being the highest in the world. The Global Hunger Index is a tool for comprehensively measuring and tracking hunger at global, regional and national levels. With a score of 29.1, the level of hunger in India has been labelled serious. In Asia, Afghanistan with a rank of 109 is the only country behind India. Neighbouring countries Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal and Sri Lanka have all fared better than India. In 2021, India ranked 101 out of 116 countries, while in 2020, the country was placed in the 94th position. South Asia, the region with the world's highest hunger level, has the highest child stunting rate and by far the highest child wasting rate in the world, the report said. India, Pakistan and Afghanistan each have child stunting rates between 35 and 38%, with Afghanistan's rate being the highest in the region. Undernourishment prevalence rose in India from 14.6% in 2018-2020 to 16.3% in 2019-2021. This translates into 224.3 million people in India being undernourished out of the total 828 million people globally. Child wasting, which is a strong predictor of mortality among children under 5 years of age, also worsened from 15.1% in 2012 to 2016 to 19.3% in 2017 to 2021. India, however, 
noted improvement in two parameters of child stunting from 38.7% in 2012 to 2016 to 35.5% in 2017 to 2021 and child mortality from 4.6% in 2014 to 3.3% in 2020. The Supreme Court on Saturday suspended the Bombay High Court order acquitting former Delhi University Professor G.N. Sai Baba and others in a Maoist Lynx case. The High Court acquitted Sai Baba and others in the case on Friday. An apex court bench of Justices M. R. Shah and Bela M. Trivedi, which sat on a non-working day to hear the matter, also rejected Sai Baba's request for putting him under house arrest in view of his physical disability and health conditions. It stayed the release of all of the accused in the case, including Sai Baba, from jail, as directed by the Nagpur bench of the Bombay High Court. It sought responses from Sai Baba and the other accused in a plea moved by the Maharashtra government against the High Court order. More than eight years after his arrest, the Bombay High Court acquitted Sai Baba on Friday and ordered his release from jail, noting that the sanction order issued to prosecute the accused in the case under the stringent provisions of the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act was bad in law and invalid. The Nagpur bench of the High Court allowed Sai Baba's appeal challenging a 2017 order of the trial court that convicted him in the case and sentenced him to life imprisonment. Sai Baba, who is wheelchair-bound due to a physical disability, is currently lodged in the Nagpur Central Prison. He was arrested in February 2014. Police on Saturday revealed that a total of 1,237 criminal cases have been registered against the now-banned Popular Front of India in Kerala so far. The cases include murder, attempted murder and break-in. Trishur City has the highest number of cases at 258, followed by Malapuram at 208 and Kotem at 154. The police cases were codified on a district basis following the recent central government ban on the outfit. Information regarding the cases has been forwarded to the central agencies concerned. The data has been categorized into those currently in jail, those out on bail and those who have been acquitted. The district police chiefs have been instructed to keep an eye on the PFI workers out on bail. Their financial transactions are also under surveillance. Meanwhile, banks in the state have commenced the process of freezing the accounts of PFI workers, whose details are being handed over by the police. However, in some cases, only the name and mobile number of the individual are provided, which makes it difficult for banks to zero in on the person's account details. India maintained the dominance in the Women's Asia Cup with an 8-wicket demolition of a self-destructing Sri Lanka in the final on Saturday for their 7th title in 8 editions. Sri Lanka, who were playing their first tournament final in 14 years, imploded after opting to bat on a slow and turning pitch. They could only manage 65 for 9, which India knocked off in 8.3 overs. Smriti Mantana struck a sublime 51 not out of 25 balls. It was a procession after Sri Lankan skipper Chamari Attapattu got run out in the third over following a mix-up with Anushka Sanjeevani, who too got run out six balls later. The Indians bowled with discipline, but poor shot selection contributed more to Sri Lanka's steep slide. After a memorable win over Pakistan in the semi-finals, it seemed the occasion got the better of Sri Lanka. The win is a shot in the arm for India's preparations for the T20 World Cup next year. They were able to test players for different roles during the competition, though that also contributed to their only loss in the tournament against Pakistan in the league stage. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.